Producer Millie's giving me some Millie kisses. This podcast is brought to you by Stinky Dog Kisses. Uh, right in my nose, too. Oh, yeah. Like, she likes to get up in that like nose. Right up in my nose. She's into them bugs. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> you get it. Get that salty bug. Oh, Millie. <laughs> You're so gross. Hey, I'm so Jenny Zagrino. <laughs> Do we try it again? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jenny Zagrino. And I'm Kat Eves. And this is Gotti Positive. Positive. Do we not say what we do anymore? Oh, I'm a comedian. Jesus. <laughs> I'm so burnt out. I'm We're a stylist. both so burnt out. Oh, I'm like having a nervous breakdown because I can't sleep. Yeah. So that's what it is. I went to therapy right before this and I literally so you're spent- you're raw. Yeah, I'm raw. But like I, my therapist and I spent the entire hour being like, how do I get sleep? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Boundaries? Yeah, well. Have you tried boundaries? What woman can afford to have boundaries in 2019? (laughs) What a luxury. What are these boundaries? Oh, who are you thinking you have boundaries? You so special. All I know is that I am bound to responsibility. Oh, and ladyhood. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of ladyhood. We had a great day yesterday. Let's talk about it. sure did. Before we get into our theme of the show, which I'm actually very excited for our theme. Yeah, I am too. I'm very into our... our, Let's keep it a surprise. Yeah, we'll keep it. It's a a surprise, everyone, so you got to keep listening. It's a surprise theme. But what did we do yesterday, Kat? Yesterday, we went to the wing. The wing. If you don't know what the wing is, it is like a WeWork, but for ladies. Yeah. And way better. So much better. It's like a social club. Yeah, it's basically like a... Members only, um, like ladies, but also non-binary, yeah, um, inclusive mm-hmm. members only club. Members only club. Yeah, basically like no cishet men allowed unless yeah. you believe in the movement, support women's empowerment. In which case, you're allowed as a guest. I did with see a, a, member. a bearded uh, guy yeah. there. Yeah, yesterday. every the thing that's funny is like every man who walks in, I really feel like they are getting a lot of energy pointed towards them though and it's not positive it's not what are you doing in our space it is really we're just like so how much longer are you gonna be here so why are you here yeah did you want to you sure you want to be here yeah so you walk in it is just like pink velvet it's beautiful beautiful green plants it looks like the inside of my brain oh my god it's gorgeous Mm -hmm. it's like walking into every house you want it's a it's like a tropical paradise it is a little goopy.com oh it's very goop yeah it's a little goopy goops i want to be a fat gwyneth paltrow so that speaks to me Minus all the snake uh, yes. oil. I don't want to do any of that. You just I just want to make a lot of money off a website. I just want to be as influential as Gwyneth Paltrow. That's true. But you In that also... way. I want people, I want to be like, take jade eggs and throw them <laughs> at the wall. I don't know. The wall of your vagina? Yeah, your vagina walls. <laughs> oh, you just put them in there? That's cute. I throw them in there. <laughs> fat, on the fat Gwyneth Paltrow site. It Floop. is like, it's a, what is it, skee-ball? We call it what's, foop. Wait, no, what's the what's the one where at Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese where you throw them? It's a skee-ball. Ski we skee-ball them bitches up there. <laughs> Welcome to foop.com. It's the fat goop. <laughs> Can we have our own, um, like, circus pizza? Yeah, circus Outlet? pizza. What? Okay, so Chuck E. Cheese was called Circus Pizza. It was? It was called Showtime Pizza. Wait, what? I know the whole... I ro- watched a documentary on uh. the Rock of Fire explosion, which were the robots that you what? would see at Chuck E. Cheese. And not I'm, Chuck E. So Chuck E. Cheese bought all of the Circus Pizza and oh. Showtime pizzas. So 
So the Showtime Pizzas and Circus Pizza, which or we called it in Minneapolis called it Circus Circus. It had the gorilla and the mouse and Billy Bob the bear mm-hmm. and the cool surfer. I I don't know what it was. I think it was a dog. I don't remember what any of them were. But then Chuck E. Cheese bought all of them, got rid of them. But mm-hmm. there's this great documentary about the Rock of Fire explosion where this guy in the South bought all of the existing ones. And the company still exists. Like the wow. guy who invented all those things still exists. Oh, my God. There's like a whole Can underground movement out? of loving these things. <gasps> yeah. I want to go hang out with these people. It's like still in Virginia. And oh, it's like, in Virginia. It's in Virginia. And like the cool thing was is like at the time... In the 80s, they employed like hundreds of people wow. to make these things. Well, that's a next state over from my home state. That's true. So we should go. I would love to go I rarely to go to Virginia. I hate Virginia. Yeah, but they have Williamsburg. It's not true. I really like Richmond. <laughs> Damn it. I'm a liar. So anyway, so yes. back, back to... Robots. Back to... Not to the robots. Back to uh, the, the wing. No, we I need to know wing. about Chuck E. Cheese. I'm oh. not done. What do you think the E stands for in Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Earl. Earl. <laughs> Chuck Earl. Chester Earl. Chuck Earl. Yeah, Chuck Get Earl. Get your dinner. Yeah, but if you say Chester. Chester sounds, Earl? Chester sounds much more mm. Chester. Yeah. Earl, Earl oh, my cheese. God. This whole time we didn't know that Chester Chester Child Molester was Chuck E. Cheese. What? Who is Chester Chester Child Molester? You never molester? heard that phrase? No. Oh, well. That is some Maryland weird <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> I just need to know, is this a Maryland thing, listeners? I think it must be, because we did not have Chester Chester's Chester, 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 Child Molester. Wow. Man. I'm getting us back on track. We're talking about the wing, okay? Yes. <laughs> Fine. This is what happens when I don't So we sleep. went to the wing. Kat is a member, because mm-hmm. she's awesome. And at the mm-hmm. wing, you know, you can get free coffee. But also, they have snacks and food. And and free five minute oxygen facials and free five minute oxygen facials in which the vanity actually, room. I felt like I don't know if it did anything for my no, skin. No, I'm sure not. But it was fun to be like, sure, I will do that and take a fifty dollar gift card. Oh yeah, the with fifty dollar gift card is pretty dope. I, I was, was like, yeah, was whatever. A, put whatever you want on my face for fifty. For yeah, $50 I didn't. Gift that card. was a nice surprise in the vanity room, and you can wear robes and slippers. Oh yeah, they have a shower, mm-hmm. robes and slippers. They have glossier products. Oh my god, all the glossier products and Chanel perfume collections. Like they, yeah. you can choose which Chanel perfume you want to wear, which is weird. Yeah, I'm not a Chanel. I'm not either, but I did it anyway. Do you know all about like the scent thing of like this idea of like once you find your scent as a woman, like that's your scent. Um, that sounds, I don't know, like some it's patriarchy like some French, bullshit. But it's like some French, Some like, French patriarchy bullshit. Some, uh, a woman's, this is your, it is, this matches your body, this is your scent. Listen, French patriarchy is definitely the sexiest of patriarchies. <laughs> Maybe Spanish, I don't hey, know. Hey, women, they are okay. Yeah. Who yeah. knows, uh, they smell all right. <laughs> they eat butter. Like I'm getting it. turned on. When you said butter, I was butter? in. Butter? Yeah. Uh, croissant beurre? Mm, oh, now we're talking. <laughs> Just say baguette. So, so at the wing, they have events, which is really great. Yes. And so the event that we got to see was a reading from Jacob Tobiah. Yeah. It's yeah. actually Tobiah, I think. I thought it was Tobias. I thought it so. was. Oh, well, I, I <laughs> know Jacob. Wrong. And Jacob is uh, truly becoming the light of my life. But um i who is jacob for so those who jacob don't know is a um trans activist mm-hmm. who and now best-selling author of the book sissy 
It's a memoir. It's fantastic. Oh, Jacob did I is say just sassy earlier. I think sissy. I said sassy. Oh well, it's fine. Sissy sassy. It, well, Jacob is uh, also sassy, so I yeah. would take that. Yeah. Okay, but they are a fantastic human being. I met them um, at an event, and it was really funny because they walked in the room. And I had recognized them from some videos I'd seen maybe like a week earlier on YouTube. And uh, they walked in and I just like lit up like a Christmas tree. I was just so like, (gasps) yeah, but they caught eyes with me as I had that very like human experience of seeing someone who you think is fantastic. And they was just like sauntered over to me like, oh, hi, do we know each other? You look familiar. And I was like, no, (laughs) I just love you. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And so then we ended up sitting together at this event and just like hung out. And I basically like was like, I'm not leaving without making you my friend. And now we are. Oh, I love that. And since actually totally unrelated coincidence, Rob um, has photographed Jacob for our friend Nick Casey's uh, shoe company, which is a... That I wore for Badass Bitches. Yes, you did. It all comes full circle. I love those shoes. They were so nice. I know. So so Jacob read from their book. It was very good. And they had a special guest, Tess Holliday. Yep. And Tess also read from her book. And Tess read from her book. And for me, it was cool because I had never seen Tess in the flesh. Really? Never. It's so funny. It's just like... But like, so you had... There were also a bunch of Instagram influencers yes. there who I follow. And I think I met... I'd met Danny before. Who's Danny? I think it's Danny. <gasps> oh, It's no. not Danny. It's Troy. I thought it was Danny. No. Who's Danny then? Danny is from um, Mean Girls. Oh. And Danny... People... The... The gossip, Uh-oh. yeah. Uh oh. Do I have li- to edit this out? Yeah, there's a little bit of a rivalry there. <laughs> I don't think it's real, but people compare them to each other a lot. Okay. Troy's actually really just like I've never met Danny, but Rob has photographed Danny. I've met. Well, I've met. That's the thing is I've met You've and met worked Danny? with Danny many times. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> I just thought their name. I didn't think they were that Danny. I thought their name was Dan. No, that's Tro- it. <laughs> Troy. So I didn't. I didn't mess up who they were. I just messed up what their name was because I heard someone say Dan. Well, standing it's next to them. Really awkward because I definitely was like Troy. You should come on our podcast. <laughs> Well, I don't want Troy on it. I want Danny. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoever this Danny is. No. Here's no. the thing. Troy is uh, also, I think, just an absolute delight of a human. Has well, always I've, been wonderful. I've been following Troy. Yeah. Um, so He's a bear named Troy yes, on Instagram. A bear named Troy. So we met at, um, was it a pool party? I don't know. I had met Troy somewhere else. Probably at the Plus Bus. Yes. Oh, yes. At the Plus Bus. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a pool thing. Mm-hmm. So I met Troy. Um, so I'd already seen him, but the other ones, I'd only, I mean, you only You mean seen the them, other influencers? Yeah, the other influencers. I've only seen them in my phone. Oh. So it was so strange to see them in the wild. <laughs> Just like out yeah. and like. It's like influencers is like this whole other kind of celebrity. But there was yeah. like this this vibe that's just like this feeling mm-hmm. around of like like at any minute like a, a post could be made you know what I mean <laughs> like look out oh posts are running free well, do you know so what I mean it let just, me just yeah. break down who was there okay. so there was Tess and there was Jacob who were reading yes those two were reading and then there's like this you know there's a bunch of wing members there and then in walks, Tess had invited a handful of influencers. There was Jasmine Robbins, mm-hmm. Troy, uh, who is a, a bear named Troy, yes. and um, Alex Michael May. Okay. And so all three of them are 
pretty well-known, very popular plus-size influencers. And they all are extremely tall. Yeah. I mean, they really were. I think extremely tall. I'm 5'4". They were like I'm 5'5". Five five, and every time I'm around J- Jasmine, I feel like I'm three feet tall. Like, I just... <laughs> But they just, like, in general, like, they were dressed to the nines. Mm -hmm. They looked great. And even just the way they held themselves. Yes. Like, shoulders up, Mm -hmm. chin up. It was just like... Oh, they have a presence. Oh, my God. They totally have a presence. And it kind of dawned on me this feeling of, like, L.A. is full of, like, these plus size... Mm -hmm. Larger than life Larger than life influencers and celebrities that... Mm -hmm. You don't see them unless you're in an event like this. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I'm friends with, I mean, I've met Alex Michael May a couple of times. I wouldn't say, I can't say like, oh, we're friends, but like, she's a nice person. Yeah. Troy and Jasmine are both really lovely people. I've hung out with Jasmine a few different times. Um, But it's funny because I can't, I still, I actually said to Jacob at the end of the night, I was like, every time I hang out with like anybody in that group, I feel I get small. Yeah. I was like, I feel like both in stature and just in personality, I feel like I feel myself shrink. And Jacob was like the most, this is just a testament to how lovely they are. They were just like, yeah, I'm going to hold space for you on that. I totally get that. That is a very human, normal, like natural reaction. And lots of people have it. I have it too. Of course I have it. Yeah. And, you know, Jacob kind of went through the, like, I watch them and I'm thinking, oh, well, they're taking selfies. Shoot, I should be taking selfies. Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing, you know? And so you put yourself on this funny loop and it's like, well, this is why I don't have more followers. Or if I was as fabulous as that person, I would have. And so they are, it is interesting how they're like these people who you feel and like, I feel an incredible amount of joy about each one of their existences. Yeah. And I'm like, I enjoy being around them. They're a ton of fun. They're all big personalities. Yes. But for myself, I shrink. Yes. I I can relate to that, to being around very big personalities and just feeling like you have nothing. I guess for me, it's like I have nothing to contribute. Mm-hmm. Like I get so insecure of like, oh, yeah. Oh, who am I? And then what creature am I to be in the presence of greatness? (laughs) That's kind of how it feels. And it was funny because, like, at one point, I leaned over to Jacob and was at, like, we all went to Shake Shack afterwards, as you do. Yeah. And had, uh, like, a late dinner. And I leaned over to Jacob and was just like, I'm just sort of like having this moment where I'm looking around and realizing where I am right now. Like, I have a seat at this table, and that's really cool. And I should just be stoked about that. But instead, I mean, and it's not really an instead. It's like, and also at the same time, I feel like everybody else's personality is so big that it's hard for me to come into this space and feel as entertaining, if that makes sense, or as on. Yeah, but, you know, it's, I think that, with this that world is that you are presented with such an image mm. the same way of any celebrity that when you get to that moment of just being at the same table with them yeah you expect you know in the back of your brain it to be one way and yep. then and then they probably are like do people expect me to be this way right and they're probably um as insecure you know just like bears are more scared of you than you are of bears <laughs> 
I don't think they are. You know? I actually don't think these this trio is. I think that's part of their magic is that they're not. Like, that's part of what makes them so interesting as people is that you're like, man, I would love to be like as comfortable in my own body and my skin as these people. But that's one of the things I came home that night and I said to Rob, um, sometimes it's like, I feel pretty confident in myself and I'm pretty body positive in a lot of ways. But sometimes we challenge ourselves when we meet someone who's actually, who's more actualized in that way. Yeah. And so I think it's like this very interesting push and pull that happens where you have that moment of like, oh, I'm actually insecure because there is more work to be done. And so it's kind of neat. Oh, yeah. Like I told you today, I showed you that photo. Uh, A photo was taken of me today that made me question everything and made me want to die immediately. Yeah. And it's hard, too, because like it's a natural thing and like. It's funny because, like, I can look at those and I'm like, oh, but yeah, I get it. Those are not great photos. But from my standpoint, it doesn't change that you're, like, an amazing, hilarious, wonderful, beautiful person. Yeah, you know? but did you see those photos? But the- <laughs> I had no neck. There was nothing. But that's the thing. is like cone suspended in air. Well, and see, this is the thing is, like, that's one photo, but that's not. There were, there were four of them, Okay, Kat. There were four, there were four of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> but those four photos are not really to me representative of who you are, but yeah. it's like, it's also a really natural thing to feel that way. Do you know how I showed you a picture of myself that's hilarious afterwards? Yeah. And it actually, like, I was so embarrassed by those photos. I always like, go away. I don't know about you, but like, I always wanted to be one of those people who, like, do you have those friends who are just like, oh, is that a bad picture of me? Hilarious. And they like oh, post yeah. them. And I'm like, God, I wish I was as confident as you to just post bad pictures. Sometimes I'll do it. Like I post bad photos where I'm just want to, you know, yeah. prove a point of like, it's all angles and camera. And other times <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to go through this. I'm um, just glad I'm not alone. Well, speaking of, um, this was a, a word of, um resilience mm. of building up resilience mm-hmm. in this world as a as a fat bodied person. I had two things happen this week mm. that have been making like oh I'm not resilient. I'm not yeah. the place I wanted to be. Yeah. Is one was I saw a friend who's lost a tremendous amount of weight. Mm. And mm-hmm. it spiraled me into like oh, no. into what it, like what's wrong with me. Kind of thing, mm. which of course there's nothing wrong. Like you diet enough, you'll lose weight. It's yeah. just what happens in you know three to five years down the road. Then another person, um, who I actually I spoke to them about this, and I'm, I was was pretty proud of myself. Is uh, a friend had been telling me about their weight loss, and mm-hmm. it was spiraling me again, mm-hmm. and I actually had the nerve to confront them about it. And it was mm-hmm. very nice. It's just like, hey, I enjoy everything that you do. I just can't share your joy in yeah. your weight loss. Yep. And I just would appreciate if you don't talk to me about it. And then I cried immediately, Aww. just like wept. And yeah. I'm not sure why. I think some of it is the fear of asking for what you want mm. and the fear, because mm-hmm. I've always had this thing of like when I ask for what I want oh, yeah. or what I need, um, they'll yeah. leave me that yeah. they'll leave and say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't deserve this or how mm-hmm. dare you even ask for this. Oh my You're God. so stupid. 
So many yeah. women can relate to that. I'm yeah. sure I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, I'm just like when you're Aww. like, oh, can can I have this? And they're just then they their response would be, no, fuck you. How right. dare you even? Well, you don't get anything now. Right. So I told them my feelings, and they were just very like, oh, well, that thanks for telling me that. Yeah, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. And then I panicked more and was like just forget everything i just said oh. i don't know who i am anymore oh god it's I'm so hard out. so you know what that is is that is anxiety for making space for yourself yeah yeah it's really hard taking up space is a really hard thing well it's like the taking up space it's it's like sometimes it just feels like taking up space means you have to push yeah other people out yeah it's actually not that big of an ask, though. But it's not. It's and that's n- the And they thing. were like, yeah, that's fine. If someone had asked the same of me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay. But isn't that a testament to, like, that's a testament to bullshit that you have dealt with before, that you've, that that's how you work. That's the thing that you worry about, right? Yeah. Like, I can totally relate to that feeling. And um, it's taken, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But it's taken a long time. Um, it might help you to know that last night, one of the things, one of the questions that came up during the Q&A session with Jacob and Tess was about like how they deal with things when they're not feeling super positive. Yeah. And, you know, Tess got super vulnerable and she was like, yeah, I sometimes have to like, I, I went through a phase where I had to mute people on Instagram. I'm sitting here I'm looking. still doing that. You, my, well, I know, and phase? I do too. But like, I'm loving it. Well, and she did something else instead that I actually thought was really proactive. And so um, that's this is part of the fix your feed moment. Yeah. Which is like you mute the people who, who like rob you of joy, the people whose profiles make you feel insecure. Um, but what she does is she set on, she turned on notifications for her friends' profiles that she wants to see. Oh. So she gets notifications from those people. So That's she's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. So life hack from Tess Holiday. Yeah. But um, the thing that even she said, I mean, the fact that like Tess Holiday, who is like arguably one of the most important people in the body positive movements, is that even she gets insecure looking at people's Instagrams. Somebody who has over a million followers feels that way. Yeah. It makes me feel, it actually makes me feel a little better about like, being someone with 4,000 followers who feels that way, that, like, it's normal. Yeah. And what Jacob said is that they feel that way, too, and um, they said that their their thing is they'll say in the middle of something, they'll just go, if they're, like, having a conversation with someone they feel uncomfortable, they just go, I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> And like leave and go to the bathroom. Excuse yourself and go to the bathroom. And so it's like the I have to pee is like the yeah. sign that like they're not comfortable. And then one of the things that Tess said that she does when she's like kind of going through it and needs to feel better, she's she's like, I'm actually really into Ariana Grande's Seven Rings album. And so then we kind of like Jacob mentioned that what we should all do when we're having a moment and we're just like, you're, you, you know, whether it's like someone else is telling you they're telling you their shit and you can't handle it at the time or, you know, you're just like stressed out or you're feeling insecure, whatever it is, the code word is seven rings. So now, you know, seven rings, whatever it is. And then the other person is just like, you know what? Cool. I get it. Yeah. I just need a moment for myself is really what that means. Yeah. So you don't even have to say it. Yeah. It's about, it is about building it's it is something of building the resilience yeah because unfortunately we live in the world it's not changed yet but then it's also like 
Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. I don't know. There's also like, like a maturity thing too, right? Like we, there are a lot of like toxic vampires out there, psychic vampires, yeah. as you were ta- we were talking about yesterday, who will like expect things from you and their expectation does not mean that you owe it to them. It's just yeah. that like we've been programmed to believe that we're not allowed to take yeah. time or have set boundaries. True. But also I think like, okay, we exist in the world. Right. And let's, so so-and-so is... You know, the telling me about their tremendous weight loss or their great diet mm-hmm. that they're on. Mm-hmm. And it, I can see it brings them joy. Sure. So then what do you do? I don't talk to them about it. Okay. I basically like don't, I change the subject. I'll just be like, that because I've run into that before and I'll be like, oh, I'm glad that you're happy. And then I just move on. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Do you see that new Pokemon movie? Me neither. Because I don't know. I don't know Pokemon <laughs> things. Pokemon movie? No, I just made it up. <laughs> And they're like, there's a Pokemon movie. I'm like, I don't know. And you're like, bitch, no. I no, it's, is there? JK. I don't know. Is there? Let's look it up. Should we Google it? You uh. know, and just change the subject and move on. Because it's it's like one of those things where I don't want to feed into it either. Yeah. Like, it's fine. I, I don't judge other people for dieting. I don't necessarily even, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, your diet is good. Your diet is bad. I feel very neutral about your diet. Yeah. But I am glad that you are happy doing whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And that's kind of where I leave it. Yeah. But it's hard. It took me a long time to get to that point. You know? well, I, I don't think I'm there yet. I feel like everything anyone does is an affront to me. You know what? Times. I will also say <laughs> I'm such a loud mouth at this point that I think most people like would not just know not to talk about yeah. it in front of me because I'm a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, I just guess be a I cunt. feel like it's just, <laughs> no, I don't want to be a cunt. It's just like, you know, it's like the whole thing of like, of the once you've seen it, you can't unsee it, yeah. but you can't bring people to see it. They have to see it for themselves, and some people yeah. haven't seen it yet. Um, and yeah, and I mean, if, if people feel like they feel better and they're feeling healthy or whatever their concept of health is, mm. it's fine. I just have to stop taking it. So, what the I'm hell? I'm sorry, is they're that? moving furniture upstairs. <laughs> okay, I have to take it not so personal. Like, no one's, yeah. no one is being like. Jenny, I've I've lost so much weight, and you're a piece of shit. Yeah, no, like that's not part of it. No, but there are people who are like, I lost weight, wang yeah. wang. How about you? Yeah, and it's stupid. Yeah, but you know, my what? friends aren't doing that. They're just like, no, they're, they're just like, you dump those. Oh, friends. I'm doing this thing, and yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, oh, okay, well, and then your brain's like, you should do that thing. Oh no, you gotta do that thing. Do that thing. Do that thing. Do that thing. Just do it. Just no, do don't that do it. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I my brain is not like that. My brain's like, here's that, and it's like, so uh, you want some mozzarella sticks? That's how my brain reacts. <laughs> my brain's like, when do you remember those mozzarella sticks at Mike's on Mo the water sticks. in Annapolis? Those Ooh. were the best mozzarella sticks. That's what my brain does. That does sound good. Speaking of mm-hmm. traveling, traveling to places. Yes. Um, we're gonna talk about our surprise guys, is we're talking about gaudy weddings. Gaudy weddings. You had a very gaudy wedding. I ordained a gaudy wedding. Yeah. I was the gaudiness that was brought you to this wedding. sure fucking were. I actually feel like... I will buy thing. a new another costume. I want to get done. married again just so that you can officiate my wedding as Elvis. I would love to. So I officiated my friend's wedding as Elvis in Maui. 
this so good again so good um and i went all out i got the 166 dollar costume with the pompadour with the pompadour um and the sideburns right yes so i was turned on so i thank you i was even turned on <laughs> so i ordered the costume i ordered a large they sent me a small oh fuck so that's why it was extra sexy. Oh my god! Um, but it was like I wanted it to be like not a fucking printed. I wanted it to be like beaded and shit. Yeah. So I got the costume. It was very difficult to zip up. I to, bet. To when I sent you the photo, that was the second time me trying it on, right? And then I took it off, and then the third time I put it on, it broke. I was the say, zipper. Did you split your ass. No, the zipper. Um, like Busted. broke in half. Oh shit. It wasn't even like the zip. It was like the actual zipper just broke in half <laughs> and, the, and cut me really bad. Ouch. Just bled on the costume. Oh no. So then I, what I had is I had this like little flower that I used to like connect like a little flower beret uh-huh. to connect it. Had the um, red scarf and then had the um, lay over it. Oh my so God. it worked. It, it ended perfect. up working. That's perfect. So it was a little but sexier which, than here, But expected. here's another thing, too, about building that resilience is it was really great to hear everyone being like, oh, you're the late Elvis, huh? Oh. You're later Elvis. Oh, wow. I'm <laughs> sorry like, that I'm not the blue Hawaii Elvis. Yeah, it's just like... So it's so ridiculous. It's not ridiculous, but she's like, as a fat person, you can't dress up as anything. <laughs> That's not being like, no, you're the fat version of that. Oh, and yeah. You're like, no, I'm just Elvis. Yeah, but you're the fat Elvis. Right? Yeah, but you're the fat Elvis. And I'm like, no, I just, I'm just Elvis. And so, like, yeah. it was just like, a, uh, there was that. And then there are people who are watching. So, like, I mean, I dry, go to my Instagram, at Jenny Zagrino. I was all up for this. Mm-hmm. And it was a very small wedding. And then it was like on the beach in Maui. It was gorgeous. Yeah, I bet. And so I like wrote this But you're this not thing. into island life, it turns out. I'm not into island life. It's too life. chill. It's too chill, bro. It like, <laughs> I get annoyed. I'm just like, why are you guys all chill? Why don't you guys go somewhere? Walk yeah. down that street faster. Yeah, there's no one even on the street. Why aren't you They're getting coffee? In the, in the water. And surfing and shit. Yeah, you need to go get coffee and go be at your miserable job, work a lot. What are you doing? And then take some cocaine yeah. and party with your friends after work. Oh, you live in a van? Yeah, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Get an apartment you can't afford, yeah, you slob. You dick. Get some debt like the rest of us. Why don't you have the IRS chasing you down for back taxes? You're not an, an independent address, contractor. Man. What? They got an address. Mm. Maui's my address. <laughs> <laughs> Mahalo. <laughs> so it was great. Like I, so how it came about was her and I were talking, Alana, who I wed. The, the bride. Her. Uh, the uh, bride. This, is good, this story is going And well. we were, she was talking about the movie, <laughs> I think it's called Married in Vegas. Oh, I don't know this movie. So she has a, a skill of remembering weird, like early 90s, late 80s romantic comedies. I'm going to need to find that this aren't movie. Good, Ooh, I'm yawning. But like, that like are, you know, 6.0 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So it's got um, Nicolas Cage in it. Perfect. Where he uh, tries to marry, um, oh my God, who's it from Sex and the City? Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. He makes a bet, um, loses, and so then he has to give up his girlfriend for a week to, yes. I think, Richard Gere. Yes. And then to get her back, he joins a bunch of Elvises. I think I've seen this yeah, movie. Yeah, who like parachute into Maui. Oh my God, I want to see in this. Hawaii. So that's what she wanted. And that's what I gave her. That's perfect. Did you parachute in? I didn't parachute in, but I Aww. did forget the ring. <laughs> oh 
Whoops. So he, she had his ring, and then they were like, where's the ring, Jenny? And I was like, I handed it to you, Alana. She's like, I don't have it. So oh, no. It was great. It was like a $20 ring. Because oh. we just needed like a ring. Really? It was just a 20 Because she hasn't picked out this her ring yet. This a $20 ring? Oh, fuck it. Who cares? So she didn't pick up the ring yet, but I forgot it. That's funny. And then I panicked because I couldn't figure out how to officially sign everything. Yes. As an ordained minister. So they almost were not married. That's hilarious. You came and you were like, what? I was Elvis. You, you want I me to do it. more? I did my job. You want me to do more than be fucking Elvis? I got camel toe. Oh, I did. All the way up to Iraq at this point. I did. I don't know. I was trying to think about where camels are, and that's where I went. Iraq, there you have camels in Iraq. You just say Middle East in general. Yeah. So what are some... So I lived a gaudy wedding. Yeah. I had a gaudy wedding, which was that I had a flamingo pool party wedding that I... That's pretty dope. I will pull up the photos from our wedding. It was a handful of years ago. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Four years ago. Oh, my God. It's going to be five this year. That's crazy. Wow. Four years ago, we got married, and uh, I will pull up the photos from our wedding at the drop of a hat anytime somebody I asks. I love your wedding photos. I do, You too. were featured on Offbeat Bride. I sure was. Yeah. I sure was. Um, but, you know, it's funny because, like, I worked in the wedding industry at the time, and I dealt with really? all... Yeah. I was working um, for a bridal wear startup when I got married. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I got to design my own dress. And I loved your dress. It was, it was a nice awesome. soft pink. It was beautiful. And, uh, you know, it was fun. Yeah. So I would, but I was like deeply immersed in it when we were doing it. So I, I didn't want to have like a traditional wedding. I wanted, to, I always have to do like, I, have to, I just always have to do it my own way. It's so annoying to everybody, but that's just what it is. It's also it's really fun. It's fine. I mean, look, uh, Lindy West had an amazing True. dress. True. Oh, my God. I loved her dress. Her dress was beautiful. Yes. I, I actually, like, I read her. I was working for that company when I read her article about getting yeah. married as a fat bride. She's she's fun. But, um, no, I, I love tacky weddings, and it was super fun to see how stupid people were. <laughs> so like one of the things that I don't like that is a definitely like a gaudy positive thing, it's just for me, I think it's like, it's the other side of tacky. Okay. It's My mom and I were tacky. having a conversation the other day about like classy tacky versus, versus like just living your life tacky. Okay. And I was like, mom, all of them are beautiful in my eyes. And she was like, no, no. 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 She's like, some people just live that way. Okay. So give us some examples. So. What was the one that you didn't like? That's um, not- so like when people do the wedding photos where the brides all pull up their skirts in the back. Have you seen that? They take the wedding photo from behind and the bride and the bridesmaids have their backs to the camera and they pull up their skirts in the back. So you just see their butts. Oh, is that gaudy? It's a th- I, yeah. That's just kind of tacky. Dumb. That's well, like a, you're going to regret that. Yeah. There's most of most of the things that I'm just like that's dumb. Oh, cowboy are boots like, on your yeah. Well, there was one thing for a while, like when I was working in the industry, it was really trendy to have burlap. Like for some reason, burlap yes, was the burlap thing. Burlap and mason jars. Burlap and mason jars and barns. Yes, but I like the burlap one. I just like don't get. I never really understood why people were into I, that. I mean, I would do a barn wedding. Why it's not? not a comfortable material. But are they wearing it's burlap? I know, but you're near it, and I don't like to be near itchy stuff. <laughs> that's how I feel about hay bales too. Like when people have hay bales at things, I'm like, oh, that yeah. looks itchy. Yeah, and that's it. Mm. Let's all get on a hay bale. No, let's get a mites. Mm-mm. There's things in there. Yeah, there you are. You ever hear a needle in a haystack? Well, they never found it. 
It's still in there. It's in there. It's filled with needles. <laughs> that haystack. It's a haystack full of needles. I think, yeah, that was a trend. Yeah. Any, any kind of like Southern bride. <laughs> I just can't. There's a lot of. Like, I can't get on board of... with Southern bride stuff. Well, you know, it's really, the thing that would always be funny was when people would be like, we, um, I have like a lot of bridesmaids. Do you, if I order them all at the same time, will you give me like a bulk discount? I'm like, no, literally all of our customers have multiple bridesmaids. We don't give discounts. Yeah. Cause there's no incentive to do that. You're going to need a dress for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You need us. So and, stop asking for discounts. But then like my favorite part was they would be like, okay, well I have 21 bridesmaids. <laughs> no. What the fuck is up with that? I just like, I don't, I don't understand know. the any bridesmaids over four. No, maybe. yeah. Well, I think, so I had six, but there's a, there are well, funny stories around that. No, there's funny. There's the funny funny the the funny story about that was that um, I probably would have had fewer potentially, but Rob's friend Rob had five. Oh. And then I had a friend who guilted me into making her a bridesmaid. Oh. And then later she told me to go fuck myself. So that worked out. <laughs> but, then, but, that, but then by that time, Rob had gotten six groomsmen um, to balance out my six bridesmaids. Oh, no. And then one of his groomsmen didn't show up. What? And so Rob's cousin became Rosa. We went out like the day before the wedding and got her an outfit and she stood in for him. Yeah. Fuck you, Issa Eismont. There oh it my is. God. <gasps> Issa. Yeah, he's dead to me. Oh. I hope Fuck he knows him. it. Yeah. No, he fucked up and he didn't he like apologized but didn't ever what, follow up. What was his what was his reason? He well, so really what had happened is he met a hot crazy chick in um the on the other side of the bay. In Marin, and he basically like left his wife, left his dog, and moved oh, in with her. Wow! Oh, it was like real crazy. Yeah. Okay. He like left everything. Wow. And went, including and, this wedding, including the wedding. <laughs> Couldn't show up for the wedding. So look, he was having crazy. Listen, sex there's very the few times where I will burn someone as literally as I just did, but he can fuck off. There it is. There it is. I'm sleepy and mean. So, okay. So, <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, what um, are some more, like, fun, tacky? So like, if you're going to like, an actual gaudy wedding. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, my wedding was gaudy, but uh, I, like, all I can think about is my own wedding right now. That's hilarious. I do think Elvis does need to be at a wedding. I think Elvis weddings are fantastic. My, I, you know um, there's another Elvis on the island in Maui? Really? Yeah. Well, there can't ever just be one. No, there. Yeah, I think is in there. I forget his name, but there's another Elvis. My friend Nina got married at Fairyland in Oakland, and I thought that was a fantastic What's thing. Fairyland. So Fairyland is a. It's one of those like old school storybook themed theme parks oh, I love for kids, that. but they only allow kids in. Ad- adults are not allowed in without the accompaniment of a child. Okay. And so. She got to have her wedding at Fairyland, which meant the adults got to roam Fairyland for a change. <gasps> Once a year, Fairyland in Oakland opens for adults. Oh, wow. And it's like a whole thing, and it sells out really fast. Yeah. Um, I am a fan of Renaissance Fair weddings. Oh. So when I used to work at the Ren Fair, we would all see Renaissance Fair weddings happening. Yeah. People all oh, dressed wow. up. Yeah, that's a thing. Any kind of like, again, Jenny Z loves history. Mm-hmm. Any kind of like Renaissance Fair weddings, if you're getting married at... Colonial Williamsburg. Have you ever seen a war reenactment wedding? Has that happened? 
I haven't. Not like on the field, but I've yeah. s- I know they exist. Yeah. I know those people exist. My favorite were like when I was working in bridal wear, were just some of the colors we had were just awful. Yeah. Like we had this one color called clover and it is like it I actually like in my day-to-day life. I like this the color of chartreuse, but this was like a dark like grass stain chartreuse Ooh. green. It was real hideous in uh, all that uh, like organza fabric and things, oh, you know, God. it was just awful. And every time I would see bridesmaids or like brides who would make their bridesmaids wear those dresses, it was just the worst. I'm in the process of looking for like a, a bridesmaid's dress right now. Are you? And I keep getting the colors wrong. Well, they're stupid. Yeah, that's just, and also I just, yeah. Yeah. I just, ugh. all the color names are dumb too. It's funny. I think it's really fun though. Like I actually like I make fun of it, but Who, I what really color think weddings did yours are fun. Wear? Um, so my bridesmaids wore uh, kind of the same colors as the wing. <laughs> they wore <laughs> um, dark green yeah. dresses that were these like really beautiful dresses from ASOS. They were dark green with like a peach and white um, colored flowers. Okay, that's really pretty. Like it was a really beautiful dress and it is actually a dress that my bridesmaids actually wore again. But I couldn't get it in everybody's size. Yeah. So I did, um, four of my girls wore that and then I had uh, my maid of honor in this white beaded dress. I love that I have my maid of honor wear white because I didn't wear white. (laughs) That's great. Rachel wore this beautiful white beaded dress. She looked very angelic and it was heavy. I love a good heavy dress. Okay. And then uh, Candace, who was in the end, wore a seafoam uh, green. Oh, I love it. Flowed. It was beautiful. And it was also beaded. Yeah. So, so okay. Yeah. So Elvis makes your wedding gaudy. Yes. Any kind of renaissance or history time period. Uh-huh. Um, getting married at a... Uh, medieval times. Medieval times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all, uh, automatically a Vegas wedding is like... A Vegas wedding is hell. gaudy. But listen, here's the thing is like, do you know there's... It's funny because there's actually some pretty interesting... I did a little research. Okay. And these were things I didn't know even when I worked in the bridal interest industry. Oh, do tell. So um, I just want to thank Reader's Digest. Thank Remember you, them? Reader's Digest. Remember them? When you eat Good words? old grandma's... It was I. I think of Reader's Digest as like the the literature in Grandma's bathroom. True. Yeah. In a little basket. Well, bless them. They're online. <laughs> and they're always a little wet. Yeah. yeah or yeah. like not wet, but like they dried. Yeah, because they, yeah, they were wet. Because they were wet. Because they were they live in the bathroom. <laughs> um. So okay. So this is from Reader's Digest. So the traditional wedding rhyme goes: something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. And a sixpence in your shoe. Did you know that? Yes, part? I did know the sixpence. You I didn't can know get that it. Part. You can get it. Um, the sixpence is for money and luck. So that's because I was looking this up for Alana, where I was like, "Do you have all these things?" Yeah. Do you know why though? Why you need it? Yeah. Probably to stop the plague or some shit. <laughs> yeah, kind of true. Okay. Yeah. See. So well, close enough. <laughs> anyway. So the mantras. This is again from Reader's Digest. The mantra started as a Victorian era rhyme that came out of the English country. Lancashire. Okay. And I don't know if it's Lancashire or Lancashire. 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 Yeah, Lancashire. Mm, option C. Lancashire from the Beatles song. I don't know, man. And Lancashire. Oh. Okay, that's know. all. I didn't know that's what they I were know. saying. Those There's your royalties, Beatles. You can have them. Uh, in, that, in that time, the something blue was usually a garter, and the blue and old items protected the bride against the evil eye. 
Oh yeah. Also, you'd put lace. I think there's like a like uh, you would put lace. You'd incorporate like some brides have like incorporated lace, like old lace on their shoes. Oh, I didn't. I did not read about that. Oh, okay, but it says. Uh, a curse passed through a malicious glare. That's what the evil eye is. Yeah. That could make the bride infertile. Well, you know what this, you know, the rock symbol? Yeah. That's an old Italian sign for warding off the evil eye. Oh. Just to go like, like, so. You pointed at people. Yeah. People can see me. I'm doing like the, I want rock. It's that. It's really Dio. just you. It's from fucking Dio. And it's like an evil eye. <laughs> You're just poking out the eyes of the evil Pretty eye. Much. I like that. Um, so something borrowed was preferably an undergarment. This is really good. This is yeah. some weird ass shit. Let's we should okay, so your your friend had Elvis, but someone should have a a Victorian correct wedding in which they have something blue to ward off the evil eye. And then they also wear a borrowed undergarment of a woman who also had children. Legend Yikes. says that wearing this would confuse <laughs> the evil eye into thinking that the bride was already fertile. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Isn't that a weird one? That's super weird. I just... So then what's the, um, what's the something new? Um, I don't know what the something new was for. I, I didn't, they did not get into well, that. Well, you're wearing old underwear. Maybe feel pretty. <laughs> with okay, so... dress. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so here's another weird one. Okay. So hundreds of years ago, it was thought to be very good luck to touch the bride. Hmm. Hmm. Don't touch me. Don't well, touch me. I've heard stuff like that, and there's also like um, lots of like throwing money at the bride, yes. or like um, right. There's I forget. There's like tons of things to do to the bride. Nothing to the groom. The groom's fine. His dick always works, but it's that bride. You <laughs> well, gotta touch is, that bride. This is like another just like fucking people are weird. So they it was very good luck to touch the bride. This often caused discomfort and invasion of privacy to the bride since guests would typically stand around her and attempt to rip the gown off. What? Yeah. In order to deter guests, the bride began That's tossing That's some real Yoko Ono shit. Mm, what? That's a one of oh. her projects was where she would sat and people would cut people off pieces her. Of, people would cut off pieces of her clothing. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I wish I could Yoko do that. Yoko Ono's a great artist. I would frame Just, that. Just can we all say that? Yoko Ono. Sure. Great artist. Say it. So in order to deter guests, the bride began tossing their bouquets into the crowd to distract people, then making a break for it with her husband to the bridal chamber. The groom would open the door and toss out the garter once the couple was inside. People just wanted pieces of the bride's accessories because she was married. So guests were naturally thrilled to grab the flowers since they too were thought to bring romantic luck for the future. So literally wow. the reason that they touched the bride is so that they too would have luck in getting in, in getting love. That's why it's for all those single bitches That's right. that get to catch the bouquet. Yep. So here's another one. Have you ever caught a bouquet? Yes. Uh, you're actually staring at two flowers left over from it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it before you were married or after? It was before. And I was like, fuck y'all. That's mine. Oh, We're doing this shit. I'm never getting married, huh? Oh, you just got to catch it. I'll never catch it. Why? I don't, I don't have the athleticism. I wasn't athletic. <laughs> I was wearing platforms. That's oh the God. secret. So here's another one for you. It's kind of baffling how many modern wedding wedding traditions actually stem from a time when brides were routinely, can you guess? Raped? Kidnapped. Okay. <laughs> both are pretty bad. Well, I mean, both are bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, well, I'll go for, yeah, I'll go for the worst and then yeah. we'll go, we'll work backwards. 
So why does the bride stand on the left? So the groom's right hand is free to draw his sword and fight off hijackers. Or was uh, or as was often the case, counter hijackers. Counter? Oh, because he hijacked her. Yeah. Is this stuff gaudy positive? This is just hard out there for <laughs> this is hard out here for a bride. I'm it just is saying hard. these are traditions. So why I think actually would be gaudy for your wedding is that before you marry, you have to fight off yes. all the brides or all well, the groomsmen. See, so that your your husband to be has to fight off the groomsmen. And then if he wins, he gets yeah. to have you. But if his best friend wins yeah. or his brother, you're married to them now. I just like the idea that if somebody wants to have a truly traditional wedding, this is what they yeah. have to do to live that gaudy life. Have a sword. So you got to have a sword. So why does the bride... Oh, wait. Sorry. So why is the best man called the best man? Can you guess based on all that? Um, he was the best at kidnapping. He's the best man in a sword fight. Really? Yeah, which is pretty much guaranteed to happen when a rival suitor or the bride's angry family crashes the ceremony. <laughs> what years are these? I don't know. What year? It is doesn't it? have it doesn't have years one? on it. Is this year one? Year one. Yes. Okay. In uh the year our Lord won. Twelve in year twelve A C A B A D A C D C Year of Our Lord. Year of Our Lord A C D C. Um okay, here's another one. Okay. Why then do bridesmaids all wear matching colors? To distract and or confuse said counter kidnappers. Oh my God, you're actually like pretty close. Why? Okay, so it's an old tradition that comes from a time when bridesmaids not only dress like each other, but like the bride herself. Um, the reason behind this was because, and this is actually, based, this is from a book. Uh, called Virgin, the Untouched History. <laughs> I bet whoever wrote that had the best time coming right? up with that title. Right, uh, The real reason behind them matching wasn't for the group to look super fly in portraits and etchings, but to confuse evil spirits or those who wish to harm the bride. Oh, yeah. so they would harm So the they actually dressed mates? like the bride. They wow. all dressed together the same, yeah. That's really interesting. Yep. I'm going to have that. I'm going to have it at my wedding. Everyone has to dress like me. And yes. I will be naked. Oh, will you? Yeah. I'm going to have it at a nudist colony. <laughs> I'm so weird. That I'm going to be 70 when I get married. That's gotten positive as fuck. <laughs> right? I'm so into that. A nudist colony? Everyone has to be naked. In your Even 70s? Even my dad. Even <laughs> my dad. Is yeah. your dad alive when you're 70s? Yeah, sure. well, modern medicine's really come a long way. <laughs> Dark. Okay, so uh, here's another one. Uh, there's evidence of this custom dating back to ancient Rome and feudal China for the bridesmaids. Okay. Where a bride may have been required to travel many miles to her groom's town, making her susceptible to attack by bandits or rival suitors. With a host of bridesmaids all dressed alike, it became that much harder to target the bride than on, on the road or at her ceremony. So it's like having a fabulous series of body doubles. Clones. Yeah. yeah. So the first clones. So... I think uh, I think if somebody wants to have a truly traditional wedding, I'm just giving you tips. Yeah. I'm giving you some ideas. Similarly, brides are said to wear veils in order to mask their faces from both real and supernatural wedding crashers. Oh. Yeah. So I have a couple of um, other that's things really on That's really like, that's very interesting. Right. Yeah. I was just like, so funny how we've like, I think the thing that's funny is that it's been 
so long that we've carried on a number of these traditions. I mean, feudal China, that's been a minute. Yeah. But also there are other women. Like, it's not like there's one fertile woman. She has eight other friends. No. They all are going to die of dysentery. No. Listen, we're all dying of dysentery, yellow fever. Are they the same? We are. They're different. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. Today, measles. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, (laughs) anti-vaxxers. Pieces of shit. Okay. I've got more, though. Okay. In some small villages in Germany... Grooms are not guaranteed that their brides will make it to the altar on time. Kidnapping the bride is an old custom beloved by pranksters and friends of the betrothed. So does that still happen? So it's like a joke. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you might not make it to your wedding because <laughs> I'm going to kidnap Guess you. Guess you. Looks like you're going to be kidnapped today. No wedding for you. But there's more. Hans, you've been left at the altar. What will you do? <laughs> So if you want to have a traditional German wedding, <laughs> beer steins and lederhosen yeah. and all. Oh, no. Does a, someone throws a bride into the river, into the Rhine. <laughs> Looks like we'll just have to drink our way out of this mess. <laughs> After the uh, bride's friends kidnap her, the groom is tasked with looking for his one true love. So it is a um, scavenger hunt. Well, the best hunting grounds, of course, are pubs. Yes. There the locals might provide clues, provided they are invited to the wedding. If the, invite, if the invite isn't forthcoming, custom demands that the brideless groom pick up the bar tab for the entire pub. Do you want a or German wedding murder, now? When do they murder the, the bride? Yeah. Yeah. If you do not invite the people at the pub, your bride will be murdered. We will kill her. <laughs> or just buy me a drink. Buy yeah. me a beer. Pretzels, anybody? God, that sounds so not fun. Right? No, that kind of does fun. sound fun, though, to me. No, I don't want to be kidnapped. I just like the... Do you yeah, know how expensive a wedding fair. is anyways, and I got to buy all these idiots at a pub drinks? <laughs> no. I don't know you. Yeah. I just Sven? want like a very, That's not a very cheap German. wedding. Sven? Yeah, it's Swedish. Yeah. Hans. Hans is good. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, just Hans. Um, I did find... I took a screenshot of something. I, I should... I'll share this on the Instagram, I guess. Um... I took a screenshot of somebody's wedding announcement. It's uh, the hunt is over. Jarrett and Heather getting married in uh, June 2013. I want to know if they're still married. If they're still Jarrett. Like, Jarrett. Okay. With a G, with a J, and two R's and one T. Just one T. Jarrett, one T. Okay. And Heather. And it's a picture of two bullets, with a uh, with a with a uh, engagement ring on top. Oh, yeah. Two bullets. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, but they're like, okay, so these bullets are like... Um, like hunting? They're Yeah, they're, they're shotgun bullets. Yeah, it says the hunt is over. Yeah, but they're also like casually laid down on a picnic table. <laughs> <laughs> it's romantic bullets. Yeah, and I just love the more like this and your, and your Pinterest is just another picture of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> your Pinterest knows. Wait, so then my other favorite thing, the what is, okay, so you are making a wedding cake. Wedding okay. cakes, I think, are a great opportunity to be, like, full-on tacky, oh, gaudy positive. can we talk positive. about a, a gaudy positive wedding cake? Yeah. And Is um, it a bed that you sleep in? That's no, what it's I not. Want. So my friend got married. They shall rena- rena- remain nameless. It was you, Erica. It, 
No, it wasn't Erica. Um, I do. <laughs> I, have, I do have an know. enemy named Erica, though. Ooh. Um, but uh, they so they got married, and so there's a thing you can do mm-hmm. to because um, cakes are expensive. Mm-hmm. A couple grand. Yeah, is you can get. A cardboard cake. No. You can get a cardboard cake. No, they didn't. Yep. And then they have a slice that's real in it oh. that you cut into. <laughs> no. And then they no. take it away and then everyone gets their pieces from the uh, from the uh, the normal cake. Which is like made. a sheet cake. Which is like a sheet cake. Store. No, yeah. I mean they still make you the cake. Okay. It's just not Wow. Tear, whatever, right? Wow. It's all for the pictures. All for the pictures. Like so, all of the people that you want to see pictures of the cake are at your wedding, ostensibly, though, right? Like the people you want to impress most are there, aren't they? They're not. Yeah, but that's the thing with weddings is that they can so easily not be for you. Yeah. A wedding very easily can be for everyone else, and that's when it gets that's to true. not be gaudy positive. And That's also, you wedding. want Karen from accounting to know you had all the yeah. cake. Yeah, you want him to see your cake. So, no, Karen, so you, you weren't invited. So you cut into the slice, which actually I think is a great idea. I would do this because I will love saving money, number uh-huh. one. <laughs> and number two, yeah, like just eat, like you got fed. Eat, eat the cake. cake. Yeah, mm. relax. <laughs> I don't like sheet cake. So This is my bougie coming out. <coughs> oh, well, but that's what happens when you have sheet cake. It's just regular cake. Mm. Is it though? All right. So, so they cut into the cake, but I guess they missed the slice. <laughs> so they kind of panic and cut into the cardboard and then found the slice. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is so great. Do you have to pay I extra for this. fucking up the cardboard cake? <laughs> um, that You're not getting your $500 deposit back on that cardboard cake we were going to use that for the I, next look, wedding i love this idea i think it's a it's a secret among yes. the the cake world that is tacky it, as look fuck. if you guys want to save you, you want to make it okay you save a grand that's hilarious use that grand on your awesome honeymoon or to go towards your dress okay? i would rather have a food fight no that's wasteful <laughs> you eat it I afterwards definitely have a cardboard you cake. eat it while you're fighting no one needs to see and then we still get to do the thing with like the frosting and be like ah. yeah yeah I would definitely have like corrugated cardboard showing through my cake. I would just have the cardboard. Well, you know what's funny is like you're totally right about all the wedding expectations. Like one of the things that was funny is that we decided pretty early on that we were going to do cake pops. I like that. Flamingo cake pops. And they were delicious and super cute. And I wanted flamingo shit. So we did. We had flamingo cake pops. They were really very inexpensive. And I love that you guys had a pool party. We did. But. One of the things that was funny is, like, again, other people's expectations, my in-laws, who are lovely, um, my mother-in-law went to a yard sale and happened to find cake cutting, uh, a cake cutting set and was like, oh, I got this for you for your wedding. And I was like, I can't cut a cake pop. (laughs) (laughs) Guess we're getting a cake. So we ended up, like, ordering this small cake, I don't know, two days before the wedding. I mean, that's fine. Like a Whole Foods cake. Yeah, it was from, actually, no, it was from like a place called like Extraordinary Desserts or something. Yeah. It was a fancy, fancy cake place in yeah. uh, San Diego. But, you know, it's just one of those things where it was just another example of the things where you're like, I didn't want that, but I, I guess we're doing yeah, it. That's, I think if you're going to have a gaudy positive wedding, I think the thing to remember is that this wedding is for you. These people yeah. just happen you, you invited them so they give you money. We all know why they're there. <laughs> this well, wedding is to celebrate your love. We just did it so we could have a pool party. But also, yeah. you know, I think the 
fun and make part. It you. And that's right? the thing is like you got to make it fun and make it about yourself yeah. and just enjoy it and don't put too much pressure on yourself to like deliver something. Like your job is not to be an entertainer. Your job is to have fun. Yeah. And yeah, so, we should talk to we should have brought Jen on here to talk about her wedding. Oh, is it not fun? It was I, mean, I had a great time. I think that she just um was so worried about everyone else. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Um then, I believe in day of a court day of coordinators. Yeah. I really am a big believer in That's that. That's a great idea. Um ours was amazing. Um, yeah. she was Kelleen from Betty Blue Events and she yeah. just like I wish that we had a Kelleen in our lives for everything and then I realized that sounds like vaguely like slavery, so I have to be careful. <laughs> she just makes my life better. Or um, she could be a personal assistant. Yeah. You could pay her. It just was really weird. <laughs> like when I thought about it, I was like, she's so wonderful and amazing and makes my life better. That seems weird. Like a servant. No, it does. It's I a, don't a know. Pers- that's a personal assistant. Okay. All right. <laughs> Relax. I don't know. I got nervous. But um, okay. So speaking of cakes, though. What's the tackiest cake you can imagine? The tackiest cake I could imagine would probably be a 17-tier cake that's also an ice cream cake. Oh, wow. And it just melts slowly? No, it gets eaten. Is either is each layer a different flavor? Oh, my God, yes. Mm. I love ice cream cake. I don't how care. About, oh. <laughs> how about a cake of yourself? <gasps> I did see this one. Yes. So this is a bride... Her cake is basically her. Yeah. She and, and, and she doesn't her, look happy. She doesn't look happy to be cutting it either. No. Is her does her cake version of herself look happy? It's yeah. a big fucking her cake. cake version looks really happy. Do you think I can't tell, but I think that cake might be pretty close to her actual height too. I think it it's very it's very similar. But it's great, man. Cake decorating is awesome. But this could also be cardboard. Ooh, you think and fondant. Ooh. You don't know. Mm. That's the great thing about a cardboard cake. cake. You don't I know. Don't, I, my soul is crushed by the idea of a cardboard cake. I only want cake cake and cake cake all the time. I mean, there is cake cake. By the it's ocean. just not on the cake. Cake by the ocean. A cake by the ocean? It's is that song. your album? That's a song. It is? It's by a Jonas brother. It's also cake in the rain. Someone left a cake out in the rain. That's a song? You don't know that song? I don't think I do. What is it? It goes. I only know cake by the called, ocean. It's called MacArthur Park. The song's called MacArthur Park. Oh. And it just goes, someone left a cake out in the rain. <laughs> what is it? And then it's like. Um, That's how I feel right now. And it took so long to make it. And I'll never have that recipe oh, again. No way. You don't know this No. Song? Well, after this podcast is done, I have some shit to show oh. you. <laughs> Should we make a gaudy positive yes. like playlist? Yes. Oh. I feel so all right, guys. Um, we're at the end. If you've had a gaudy positive wedding, I want to know about or, it. Or yeah, or See if the, you send us pictures. Send us pictures, please. DM us at our um follow us uh on a gaudy positive show. Yeah, gaudy Instagram. positive show. You know what's annoying is is gaudy positive is not being used, but Instagram won't let us have it. So yeah. if you know someone on Instagram who can fix that Ooh, for post us. Post that cake photo on there. Oh, I'm going to post it. Yeah. So if, um, tell us about it. Um, if you've been to a gaudy positive mm. wedding, tell mm-hmm. us about it. DM us. Um, do we have an email account? Yeah. What is it? Gaudy positive show at gmail.com? I think so. 
We'll figure it out. I think it's we'll gaudypositive at gmail.com. It just might be gaudypositive at gmail.com. I forget. Send it to both. See what you <laughs> You can follow me on, on everything. I'm going to be um, in Pittsburgh yes. at the Pittsburgh Improv this Ooh, week. Pittsburgh is cool. Um, Steel so, town. Yeah, 25th to the 28th. And then I'll be at a Women in Comedy Festival May 3rd at the Brattle, uh, um, which is in Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah. They do a lot of book learning there. Yeah, they do. They smart mm. over there. Mm. They're fucking smart. Are they wicked? Oh my god, dude, they're fucking wicked smart. There I can't wait is. to go there and fucking have sex with some fucking Boston boys. Oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I want to fuck some fucking uh, Red Sox loving Fenway <laughs> Pack going boys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> On that note, get yourself a cake. Bye. And me too. <laughs>